Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, chunky cats getting a forever home, nice older gentlemen seeking their first pet, one piece news, charming moments, and the fight between cat and piano. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 388, A Man and His Cat. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Yes, back again for actually another manga review. You can actually add commentary to and talk a little bit about. More importantly, she actually read this manga, but... First, I read this manga first. Yes, you did. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is some podcast and being reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode we talk about one to two geeky top. And since this is the manga review, obviously we talk about... Manga! And we tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, and if it's worth investing your time or not. You don't have to do with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. And if you want to listen to any of our 387 other episodes of the Manga Review or our other podcasts, Movie Review, Game Review, Television Tuesday, you could find them at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and various other social media sites. Just type in in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. And more importantly than that, if you want to do something cool, you can join our Discord and actually comment on the episodes and leave us some cool new things to put on the wheel of manga to review. And you can find it at discord.gg forward slash UU42KFR. So with that in mind, let's actually get to it because we've got a lot going on today. A lot. So first off, we're going to get into some of the manga news. And manga news has been a little bit crazy because with everything going on with COVID-19 and with publishers going under and things of that nature. And our first news is kind of shocking and disturbing because for those of you who love that awesome manga One Piece, which has been going on now for over a thousand chapters and a thousand anime episodes, that show should have ended years ago. Anyway, Weekly Shonen Jump announced that Eichiro Oda... And the One Piece manga are taking a break until October 17th. Why? Because Oda has a sudden illness. What is this illness? We don't know. And he has poor physical health. So, is he going to die? Is something going to happen? Because honestly, most mangaka have to work so hard. Even when they're sick. Even when they're stuffed up. They still work hard. It's for him to take a break. That means he's either dying or something else. We don't know. And this is kind of terrifying, because if Ichiro Oda dies, that means that One Piece is done. So, do we wish for his speedy recovery? Yes, we do, because he is a great mangaka. But, that's kind of scary. Anyway, so other news, happier news. So, the Tokyo City View Observatory deck posted on Monday that they're going to be releasing the new draft for the new chapter of the Promised Neverland manga special. Now, this is a 19-chapter one-shot that shows what happens to the Gracefield children after the end of the manga. And it's going to be debuting at the Promised Neverland Special Expo at the Tokyo City View Observatory deck. Right. So they put a preview up. And I gotta say, I'm kind of intrigued by this because even though the ending makes perfect sense, I am kind of curious what's going to happen afterwards. There is another spinoff that came out which involved Ray, but... I don't know. I want to know what happened to Norman and Emma and Ray and all the kids after the end of the series. Because it has such an interesting ending. But anyway, the exhibition will run from December 11th through November 11th. In addition to appearing in the expo, 
the epilogue manga is going to be in the special Tracks to Neverland booklet that's bundled with the exhibition tickets, which go on sale again on Monday. So, if you want to check it out in your Japan, definitely get a hold of it. And if you do get it, send us a picture of it so we can know what it looks like. We won't share it, we promise. We're good like that. I went to a couple of expos and I've never posted those pictures online ever. You know, those things they keep for me. But anyway, I don't condone it, though, if you put online. So, what other news? Well, we have a bunch of basic news happening because there's not much licensing stuff happening. But the big news is that on November 6th, Okusho, the manga of Real Account, and artist Umamu Musabichi are launching a new manga titled No Reception Denpano Naikuni, or A Land Without Radio Waves. This is going to be released in Akita Shoten's monthly Shonen Champion magazine, and it begins when all radio waves disappear from the world. Uh-oh. I mean, it could be cool, could be bad, I don't know. On the same day, also in Akita Shoten magazine, um, Kesuki's Itagaki's Baki manga franchise is getting a new spinoff. And guess where, what genre they're going to do for the new spinoff? What? Because Baki is a wrestling manga. So guess what? genre they're gonna do with this dancing no um the new one is entitled baki gaiden retsu keoi izakai tenshi shitemo iko kamewan or baki side story retsu kayo doesn't mind even if it's in another word world it's gonna be drawn by ekimura but the story is gonna still be written by kasuki itagaki in sai ihara and it's gonna focus on the kempo style master retsu keo as he's reincarnated into another world. That's something I never thought I'd ever say. Baki in an Izakai. I mean, this is almost as absurd as the whole thing with Rhydon King, because that was already what the fuck, but this is Baki. And, yeah, Galaseum is insane and crazy, and I always say that. But Baki, that takes insanity to a whole other level. When a guy literally puts his finger into a cut in his his arm to pull out the tenants and tie them up into a knot so he can use his arm again and it works that's kind of that's a special kind of insane that's a what the fuck insane but it's baki so yeah that's gross oh it's 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 baki this anyway on november 3rd Haruka Mitsuo creator of I fell in love after school is launching a new manga titled Dose Koishite Shimanuda, or After All, I'll End Up Falling For You. This is going to be released in Kodansha's Nakayoshi magazine, and it centers on Mizuho, a girl with four handsome childhood friends, and uh, Kizuki, the one among them treated as a kind of younger brother, has started getting closer to her. So, who knows what's going to happen. Bum, bum, bum. Sounds like a harem, but also it sounds like the younger one's going to like him. Who knows? On October 11th, Akira Amano of Hitman Reborn is launching a mystery novel titled Kamonsaki Ron no Kidexirai or Ron Kanosaki's Forbidden Deduction. This is going to appear on the Shonen Jump Plus website and focuses on a unique detective. That's all we know. A unique detective. Yep. And then on in October 5th, as part of the 40th anniversary celebration for Weekly Young Magazine, Beck's creator Harold Sakushi relaunched his Gorilla Man manga under the title Gorilla Man 40 because, you know, 40th anniversary, Gorilla Man. And it's a two-manga chapter release. And for those who don't know, Gorilla Man is a story of a really tall kid who goes to school and everyone calls him Gorilla Man because he's not really that handsome. Think 
the main character from my romance story or or my my love romance him but scarier so yeah poor guy yeah it kind of sucks um and then on september 25th mangaka naoki serizawa the person who made resident evil the marwa marwa desire launched a new manga titled watashi no lewa ravu hotel or my house is a love hotel on Kodansha's Manga Kingdom website. So, this manga centers on Yui Amamiya, a girl who moves to Tokyo for college and to follow a former schoolmate whom she has a crush on. And she lives in a hotel that's owned by her uncle. But it turns out the hotel that her uncle owns is a love hotel for couples looking for a private hookup. Huh. I don't know if this is brilliant or stupid or what, but I gotta say, color me interested. Because I got a bit. That's a different take on all those. Oh, they moved to Tokyo and something happens. It's like, no, it's you moved to Tokyo and you're living in a love hotel. Yeah. Hopefully it's a clean room and hopefully it's the same room. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Who knows? But that's all the manga news for the week. Not much. Not as crazy as usual. Next week's supposedly a lot of stuff's going to come out, but we're going to see because let's be honest. All the cons are almost done. There are no cons this year for the rest of the year, so. Any real news will hopefully be released next week. So now with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga release, or actually the review of the day. Because this one is one I'm really excited about, and we spun on that one, not only the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to us that we're reviewing a manga that was created by Umi Sakurai, and published by Gengen Comics, or released over here by Square Enix Comics, or Square Enix Manga, rather. Uh, it is a shonen series, even though this really does feel like a seinen series, because the main character is not a kid, but this is a shonen series. Uh, there's four volumes, originally came out 2014 to present, it is a comedy slice of life series, and the title is Ojisama Tuneko, or... A Man and His Cat. And how would you describe this manga before we get into the actual... Relaxing and enjoyable. Happy. And the plot is super simple. You have... A man, and you have a cat. Well, more importantly, you have a very large and, well, exotic-looking cat who's at an animal shelter who's depressed with his meowy day. Because every meowy day is the same as meowter day, right? And this poor guy, he's... You feel bad for him. He's in a pet store, and he's next to all the other kittens, and he's a big, chunky kitty. And no one wants to adopt him. They want to adopt him. I know, he's only 90,000 yen. Everybody else is 280,000 yen. He's still still $900. I mean, that's expensive for a cat. Yeah. He's an exotic short hair. He looks like a little calico. He's got a little mole on his lip. But he's kind of depressed with his life because he's still stuck in his home. Nothing good's happened to him. And eventually, well, if he stays there any longer, he does, he, he just thinks his life's going to be terrible. Until one day, an older guy shows up and says, I want this cat. And, he, and our protagonist, Kitty, is confused by this. He's like, wait, wait, are you talking about me? But wait, what happened? Are you buying it for family? Are you buying it for... He doesn't know, but... This old man ends up adopting this cat and brings him to his home. And the cat's really confused by it, but he ends up loving it. Because the old man says, listen, it's just me and you. 
here. And the cat's like, wait, 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 this is, this is all mine? I'm used to a little box like this. This is all mine. And I love you. And it's just about them having a life together. It's the old man who we found out his name is uh, Kanda. And the cat who he eventually names... Fukumaru. And they're just living together. And it's... He's never had a cat before. The cat's never had an owner before. But they love each other. And they're so cute. And I like that most of it is... It's split between the Fukumaru's point of view and from... Kondo's point of view. Kondo's point of view. And it's not like... Is it... What is the other one that I really like? My uh, my roommate is my a roommate cat. is a cat. It's not like that where it's the same scenario from two different perspectives. It's like the continuation of the story. Sometimes it's his point of view. Sometimes it's Fukumaro's point of view. And it is. But you see how easy it is to become a cat person. And also very similar to how Chi does it. Fukumaro doesn't have thought bubbles, and I like that. Fukumaro is just saying the narrative. He's just in the sky, like what he's thinking. And it's really cute because he goes through so much that is things like him standing up for the first time and uh, Kanda, who's an older person, trying to figure out how to be like, I'm a kitten dad now. I can do all these things. Like, I want to take a picture of how cute my cat is. And Fukumaro is not having it. He's like, no. He does all these cute things. And then as soon as the camera comes out, he like stops. And then he tries taking selfies with it. He doesn't know how to take a selfie because he doesn't know that there's a front camera. So he's like, kind of like, I think I got it. It's like his back of his head. And he's just a fun old man trying to figure the things out. And I think that the funniest one, the one which is so true, is that early on, he ends up going back to the pet store and buying all the essentials that you need. He buys everything. You know, you need a, a food, a dish, a litter box. And first off, the litter box doesn't work because he gets all over the place. Well, he puts all the litter in it. Um, But then he also buys, like, the cat collar that snaps that quick breaks off and all of the toys. And Fukumaro's like, I like the box. (laughs) And the cat collar's funny because Fukumaro's like, like, easy because he won't choke. And Fukumaro just rips it off. He's like, uh, put it back on. He rips it off. He's like, oh, quick breakaway also means easy to take off. Yeah, there's so many little things. Like him not liking the litter box because of the uh, the cover. He thinks something's wrong with it. And then he ends up getting it everywhere. And it's... He's like, I didn't know cats dug around this much. And then, of course, we have the fact that the old man has a life. He's a, he teaches at a school and... Everyone thinks he's, something's wrong with him. Like, you're in love, aren't you? You have a new girlfriend. He's like, no, I got a cat. And they're like, what? <laughs> you got a cat? Let's see the cat. And he's like most cat owners. He's like, this is the, or most parents. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Everyone's like. It's a cat. Or it's like, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And he's like, you're wrong. You're out of your mind. We're not friends anymore. And I think the cutest one is when he ends up going away for the first time and Fukumaro's freaking out like where'd you go what's going on I like that he goes to take a bath and then Fukumaro wants to go everywhere in the house with him so he's like oh you want to come in with me and take a bath and then Fukumaro freaks out and he's like okay so this will be daddy's only space and he goes in and he's like I wonder if I scared him too much I should have never done that this is horrible and he comes out of the bath and Fukumaro's like sleeping at the door like wants to be with him but doesn't want to go in the room yeah He's like, oh, he's okay. So like most cat mangas, this is fun and relaxing. And 
it's a little different than each of the other ones. Like um, in Chi Sweet Home, Chi doesn't know that she's a cat. She thinks she's a people. Uh, and my roommate is a cat. Haru knows that Haru is a cat, but Haru also is like, my job is to make sure that this idiot eats food and I take care of him because I protect him. This cat, Fukumaru, is more like, no one loves me, I hate my life, and then it's... And then it's like, oh my goodness, somebody loves me, this is the best ever. Yeah, and he's super affectionate and is more just... He's kind of a baby. It's very happy. Like, out of the three of them, I think he's the most babyish out of the three. Like, she But is... when, you, when you rescue an animal, there is this... There is this different kind of love where they know that they were chosen, they were rescued, they were adopted. Yeah. And that appreciation. And I think this I think this captures that. Yeah. I like it. Like I said, comparatively, like, Chi's sweet home, Chi gets lost and then ends up adopting her family because first she's trying to get home and then she ends up living with Yohei and his family and he and she is like, this is home. And then Haru's like, this is the, I get good stuff here. So I'm safe here. It's a different type of appreciation. One is an adopted home where they adopted it. And then Haru is, okay, my job is I have to protect this home because I'm going to take this home. This one is someone wants me. For me, three different types of showing of love for a pet. And I gotta say, it's really endearing and so cute. And there's so many great little stupid things that happen in it that are fun. Uh, like, it's so relatable. Like, you see uh, him falling asleep on top of Fukumaro. Fukumaro just freaking clamshells on his head and just starts attacking him. And then, of course, I think the best one is when you see the um, the pet owner who... Or the pet shop worker who fell in love with Fukumaru and was really feeling bad about that no one wanted him. And then she's like, maybe I'll save some money and I'll get him. And then the day she figures she's going to get get him, because she gets so through to this cat, he gets adopted by a good person and she's happy that he got a good home. And sad. She's happy and sad. Yeah, because someone will get the cutie. And I love that she's like, like, lucky you, I'm sure you'll be happy. Let him spoil you rotten. And the little cutie deserves to get it. Also seeing that Fukumaro hates the piano, I find funny. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't know what it is. He wants to attack it. It makes noise. It makes not nice noise. And even when the daddy plays with it... No, because he's jealous. He's jealous of it because the daddy looks at it differently. Yep. Because it makes him melancholy and happy and sad. And it's... It is a great series and it's a lot of fun. It's a really good feel-good manga. And I can't recommend it higher this is a really 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 fucking cool and the art style we can bring up the art style it's whimsical and cute it is not shown in at all it's just different it feels like a sentence series like looking at uh kanda does he look like a shonen main character like a one piece or a kenshin or or inuyasha character no he looks like he, he'd belong in that kind of, very different character very Umi Sakurai does a really good job with it. Also, there is, of course, an afterward section. And I like that Umi actually uh, thanks all of her, their assistants. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight assistants. Plus, they thank a, um, a music school and a couple other places and everyone involved with the book. 
And I do like that um, Umi Sakai's uh, avatar is a jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like this. I think it's relaxing, enjoyable. It's not stressful. You feel sad for a moment, but it's all happy because you know he's adopted. And being only four volumes, I mean, two volumes are out right now. I actually think this would be worth investing in. It really is. And we have to definitely check it out. If you've read this and you like this, email us. Let us know what you think, what you liked and what you didn't like about it. What is your favorite part about this? Do you think it's better than um, the other cat mangas? Or actually, here's a random question for the day. What is your favorite pet in a manga series? Who's your favorite pet? Is it Fukumaru? Is it Haru? Is it Chi? Is it... Mr. Tadakichi from Azumanga Daio, or dare I say, Alexander from Full Metal Alchemist. Or actually, do you say Alexander, or do you say Nina, because because of what happens to them? No, you say Alexander. Because Alexander was a good doggy. Yeah. Nina was technically a good doggy. Uh, well, Show Tucker was a monster. We all can agree that Show Tucker is a monster, right? Her dad is a monster. We can yes. all agree on that. He's horrible. But I will say, actually, in the anime, she comes back, I think. Oh, in the original anime, she comes back as a human. As a human. As a human. But anyway, yeah, so who is your favorite anime pet? Let us know what you think. And no, P-Chan doesn't count because P-Chan is just a pervert who pretends to be a pet piggy so that the girl that he likes he can sleep with. I hate P-Chan. Although it's fairly brilliant. It is fairly brilliant. I mean, having a Jusinko curse and the girl being too stupid not to realize it's a Jusinko curse, unless you go with the fanfic theory that she does know and she's just doing it to piss off Ranma. And that. But anyway, that's off topic, way off topic. So yeah, who is your favorite pet or favorite cat from anime manga? Let us know. Email us, spikergmail.com or on the Discord, discord.gg4 slash uu42kfr. I really wish we could make our own Discord links as opposed to just using the random codes. I really do. Off topic. But anyway, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com. And actually, let's get to the manga releases for the week, because I've got to say, we've got some really good ones and some terrible ones, because there are just so many manga releases this week. Five? Thirty-one. Ah. So let's talk about the, the releases for October 6th, 2020. So we have... ACCA 13, Territory Inspection Department, P.S., Volume 1, the manga. An Incurable Case of Love, Volume 5. Uh, Al Haru Ride, Volume 13. Then you have Aferetta, From Commonplace to World's Strongest, the light novel, Volume 10. It actually, funny fact, I finally bought the, 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 the manga volume, so I'm caught up on there. Uh, Chainsaw Man, Volume 1. For those of you who've been waiting for Chainsaw Man, it's officially released. Um, combats will, combatants will be dispatched, Volume Three. Cutie and the Beast, Volume One. Dance and the Vampire Bund, Age of Scarlet Order, Volume Three. Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba, Volume Seventeen. I think this is the second to last volume for the English release, which is Buhu, I believe, because it's almost done. Yes. Uh, Hatsuharu, Volume Twelve. High Rise Invasion, Volume Fifteen to Sixteen. I think this is actually the last one for that one as well. Anyway, How a Realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, Volume 8. So that means I'm only one volume behind now. Yay! On that one. You have Jutsutsu Kaisen, Volume 6, which the anime comes out. Hooray! Yay! 
So that should be good. You have Kingdom of Z Volume 2. You have Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World Volume 6. Love and Lies Volume 9. Another series that the anime is coming out. You have Moriarty the Patriot Volume 1. Which I'm surprised this is actually like so big as it is. Because everyone's talking about Moriarty the Patriot. And also apparently there's also the Sherlock manga too. But anyway. Moriarty the Patriot is pretty cool. Yeah. You have My Hero Academia Volume 25. You have Naruto, Sasaki, Story, Star Pupil. You have One Punch Man, Volume 21. Prince Freya, Volume 3. You have Revolutionary Girl Utena, After the Revolution. I think that one is a sequel to the series. I'm not sure. I'm kind of excited to see that one, though. You have Scarlet, Volume 2. Sweat and Soap, Volume 4. The Demon Prince of Momichi House, Volume 16. The Heroic Legend of Arslan, Volume 13. Uh, Triage X Volume 20, Boku Ben, We Never Learned Volume 12, Who Say Warriors Can't Be Babes Volume 2, Yes, No, or Maybe the Light Novel, and finally Yona of the Dawn Volume 26. I've got to say, there is a lot I'm interested in this week. Um, I gotta say, Moriarty the Patriot, Revolutionary Girl Utena, Sweat and Soap, um, Kino's Journey, How Realistic Hero, High Rise Kingdom, Demon Slayer. Chainsaw Man, Afarata, and I think Boku Ben. Those are the ones I'm most interested in because they're all really good series. And Boku Ben still is... I do love the fact that the series is actually ended where you have a choose-your-own ending with that where it's, maybe it happened like this. No, maybe it happened like this. And they really should end it up as, this is the final volume and release it as three different volumes. Like, here's uh, type, you know, volume 17 part 1 or or B or whatever you want to label it as. Because you might want this girl to win or you want this girl to win. Because they kept it that it's all even up until the fissure point. And I like that there is an actual point where they say, okay, from here on, it's different stories. There is a point when the actual road splits. But anyway... Let us know what you guys are interested in. Uh, Greta, is there anything that you're interested in in that list? Mm. Not really? No. No Demon Slayer? No, um... I didn't like Demon Slayer. I thought you liked Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah, Demon... No, the... I didn't like the other one. The one oh, you don't like uh, Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah. You say it's too gory. Yeah. I like Demon Slayer. And Moriarty the Patriot. What about... And Kino's Journey you kind of liked. Or... Moriarty the Patriot I'm actually oddly liking. Yeah. But now we can actually read it and own it. Ha ha, huzzah. Because we don't have enough manga. No, we never enough manga. Never. Even though our apartment is smaller. Uh, anyway, but you could... Uh, but now let's get to the part that all of you have been waiting for. What are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. We're going to sort of spin the wheel, and whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, because the number is going to have a manga title on it. So, we've got some great titles on here, and some which are really messed up. I think the one that is most interesting is Sweet and Soap, because that one seems really cool. But then also we have Super Food Bowl, which is about food. Tokyo Meiji Revengers, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, which was recommended by Venga, and also some other really cool manga. So let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? (laughs) 
I think that was a good spin, right? Excellent spin. Number two. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga that was written by one of the late and greatest animators to come out in our generation who sadly passed away too soon. And I'm talking about Satoshi Khan. And this is an anthology series of his works. And what is the name of the manga? Dream Fossil. And this one looks actually kind of cool. And also it's similar to uh, the his mermaid manga, which... It just has this look which is very similar to Mamoru Oshii. It's got a very old school antiquated feel to it. Uh, We actually own this one. And what do you think about the art style? Not my usual favorite art style. It's very like classic comic. It feels very 80s. Yeah. But the thing is it's nice release by uh, Vertical Ink. And we'll talk more about the actual, what we feel about the manga, and how the art style is and the characters and the stories themselves in the next episode. And I'm actually excited because there's some other things that are going to go on as well. Uh, So with that in mind, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little bit different. And thank you, Greta, for adding some commentary to the manga review itself. I know that the news is always boring for you because so much stuff's going on. That's kind of eh. But thank you for, for joining me. Absolutely. My pleasure. And... I think I can relax now and catch things up. And I'm excited because there's so many really cool things to talk about in the future. And I'm excited to see, to review these mangas and talk about this because I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. And as usual, I'm your Hosan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga. See ya. Bye. <laughs>